Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Nigga was finna say, and then there was silence. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. How was your week, Ben Ready? Uh, full of malarkey. It's <laughs> 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 a motherfucking roller coaster. Shit, shit was cool. Like what? Last week? No, two weeks ago. Two it was weeks all ago, good. it was all good. Just two weeks ago. Hey, but you know what? Townhouse Sunday is here, man. Bring up the spirits. Man, hell yeah. Some motherfucking celebration. A holiday, if you will. Fade me out a notch. But yeah, man. My, my week was cool. Oh, I guess you could say two weeks since I've been gone two weeks. Yeah, you. Yeah. Just trying to get this house together, man. Motherfucking. Uh. We had to clean up the front yard, backyard. We bought the house from some dirty, nasty motherfuckers. So just getting all that bullshit out the house. The the yard wasn't well taken care of. So we had to knock the weeds down and paint. We had to rip up the carpet because they did some bullshit to the carpet. Oh, yeah. Niggas was running the whole <clears throat> mess lab out of my shit. Hey, well, I seen them floors and floors looking A1. Yeah, man. The, the homie hooked it up. My, my my boy J Rock, he he gets down with the remodeling, so you know it's it it's looking amazing on the inside. I just got to get it pretty much ready to move in. The floors look good, but you know I still have some finishing touches that got to get done. But once we get done, we're gonna be up in that motherfucker, you know, living kind of flea's eye. So I'm I'm happy with how it's looking. It's just the process of getting other people's bullshit out the house, like we have to exterminate because these niggas had roaches the size of AK-47 bullets. So I'm like, man, that that's that shit was ugly. I'm like, I ain't never even seen roaches like that in person. Like you saw the movie Joe's apartment? Yeah. That's exactly how that shit was looking, my nigga. They was singing and dancing, but these niggas was like rock and roll roaches. Nigga, like they jumping out, like not giving no fucks. Like, you know, usually you cut the light on and the motherfuckers run. Nigga, I cut the light on, that motherfucker went and turned the light back off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, man, we 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 gonna have to take care of that shit. We bonded twice, and we uh sent the Orkin Man or Terminex or, you know, whoever to exterminate the professional. Yeah, they. So what they they just came in there and sprayed, or they tinted? What they do? I think they just sprayed. Okay. You know, he said they tried to jump him, but he came out all right. So <laughs> you know, everything is everything. We should be moving in tomorrow. So I'm excited about that shit. Home ownership. Most definitely. Congratulations once again, man. Thank you very much. 
it's hard to get excited about the shit because like I don't know. Like my homeboy was like, man, it's kind of like you know when, when you hold your first child, right? And I think it probably would have been more exciting if it was a situation where I moved straight in, but when I bought it, it wasn't vacant, so I had to wait for them to move out. And then they was dirty motherfuckers, so I had to do a whole lot of cleaning up. So mm-hmm. it's like, I guess you would be like delivering your own baby, if you wanted to say that. But it's just, it's just a slow fucking process. So like I told my wife, I don't think it's really going to be exciting to me until we give up the keys to the apartment. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it's going to set in. When it's like, because, you know, I've been sleeping in, in my apartment mm-hmm. and then going to do the shit with the house. So I don't think I'm going to be excited until it's honestly like this is this is home now. Like we have nowhere else to lay down at. Because right now, all my shit is still in my apartment. So I'm like, yeah, I know this is my house, mm-hmm. but it don't really feel like my house yet because I'm still sleeping at the apartment. I'm still parking my car at the apartment. But shit, after Tuesday, that's when, nigga, it's my crib now. Like, that's that's the only place I got to lay my head. So It's the castle, baby. Exactly, nigga. The, the, the web residence. The web estate. Yes, sir. You know, I just can't wait to hang that TMC flag. That's, that's going to be the most important part like that's gonna be the finishing touch on the crib because the lady next door we or not next door the lady across the street we kind of got into it where she said some little bullshit but in the midst of her talking slick she mentioned oh you know it used to be the nicest house on the block they had this big beautiful an american flag outside so i'm like oh it's gonna be a beautiful flag in front of this motherfucking house but it's gonna be a tmc flag Yes, sir. It's going to be a big, beautiful black and white, either a checkered flag or the, the regular traditional TMC flag. But there will be some uh, tribute to the God Nipsey hustle in the front yard. I'm guessing the neighbor was white. She wants to be white. Really? She's a, she's a Latina Trump supporter. Ugh. Yeah, she's one of those... Latinas that thinks they're better than the rest of the Mexicans. And I'm yeah. like, you know, at the end of the day, it's all the same shit. Just like the the debate amongst conscious black people on whether we're Moors or Africans or Aborigine or whatever the fuck. I'm like, man, at the end of the day, we just black. We all share the same skin tone, whether we the Aborigines of Australia the Native Americans, Aboriginal American, foundational Black Americans, Africans, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. We all black at the end of the day. The police going to shoot you no matter which one of the motherfuckers you identify with. So far as I'm concerned, we're the same shit, just like Latinos. If you, you know, Mexican, Dominican, uh, Brazilian, you the same shit to me. Like, to me, it's it's all the same shit. Asians, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Asian. Mm-hmm. So that's how I identify motherfuckers. So her, to me, Mexican. But to her, you know, oh, no, build the wall. We're not like them. Bitch, you the same shit. I, wor- I work with one like that. Yeah, and I'm like, nigga, Trump would deport your ass the same way he gonna deport them motherfuckers, you know, who sell corn. Like it's the same shit. Did, did she? Did she have a, a white husband? No. 
So, so another a, fake a whole, Latino, a whole Hispanic family. Now. Yeah, like basically they they wow. the third generation Latinos who oh, probably got well off at some point, mm-hmm. and they was around white people convincing them that they're you know because it's like this a lot of like basically coons. Mexicans included. Mm-hmm. You get around these white people and they tell you you're better than the rest of them. Like you get around these motherfuckers and you know I've I've been around white people who be like, oh well, you're nothing like I expected you to be. The fuck do that mean? Exactly. Like you know, oh man, I I had you pegged all wrong. You know, you you seem a lot more intelligent than I thought you were when I when I first met you. Oh, you know, you're you're, you're not like how you dress. You're not like how you look, nigga. So what you do, you think we just dumb because we dress like this. You think this gold chain knocked my IQ points down. Like, no, motherfucker. We not stupid. We not dumb. We might talk a certain way. We might not speak the way that you expect us to speak. But that don't mean shit. Because, you know, like, I've had people say shit like, you know, you're so intelligent. You're you're so, you know, you, you seem pretty eloquent. But, you know, I, I don't know why you speak like like Ebonics. Why don't you kind of, you know, speak a, a certain way? And I'm like, motherfucker, you understood what the fuck I said. Mm-hmm. So it don't matter how I said the shit. As long as you understand what the fuck I'm saying. It don't matter how I say a motherfucking thing. So I shouldn't have to conform to how you think I should speak. I shouldn't have to pronounce my E's and R's or enunciate certain shit for you to take me seriously. You should be understanding what the fuck I'm saying. And that should be all the fuck that matters. Because right. if I was writing this shit down on a piece of paper, you would understand the message the same way. If I typed it, if I spell checked it, or if I didn't, you understood what the fuck I said. That's the beauty of the English language. That's the real beauty of Ebonics, or yeah. however you would like to call the the hip-hop slang or the way that black people speak. The broken English that we speak, we so good at the shit that no matter how you speak your English, you understand what the fuck we saying. Correct. You know, unless we got like a heavy pigeon accent or a southern accent where some niggas got certain words or certain vernaculars or dialects that they use, certain little codes and slangs that they use that you might understand. 90% of the time, you know what the fuck we talking about. Even when I'm decorating my motherfucking language with all types of profanity, you know what I'm saying when I say this shit. So don't try to nitpick me on how the fuck I say it. Like you seen the... um. The little news story about the the principal out there, I think it's somewhere in like I think it was in Houston, where she tried to put the dress code on the parents. Yeah, I I, I was conflicted on that shit because mm. in in some instance I feel that yes there is a certain way certain people should carry themselves, mm-hmm. but at the same time I ain't never see this shit implemented at a white school. Like white people never have to have a certain manner of dress. To pick their kids up from school. And mind you, uh, she, she's black, too. Yeah. She's black principal. I yeah. mean, I mean, I stand on it. It's, it's, it's like a 50-50 thing. Like, you get it, then it's like, like you said, like no other school or white school in, in the white area, they're tripping off of that wing. You got motherfuckers coming half-dressed in, 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 in the back country pickup trucks exactly you know like i remember they had a whole website called walmart people i remember that and it was white it was a uh, 99 white motherfuckers looking crazy as fuck and it's like black people we got this thing where we like to shit on our own people and say like oh you set us back 400 years with that shit you set us back 400 years with that shit 
And I understand it because when it comes to white people, one nigga acting a motherfucking ass is going to have them say, see, look at them. Mm-hmm. They they look at one negative nigga who's, who's, you know, basically portraying a stereotype, the real definition of cooning, you know, reinforcing negative stereotypes of black people. A nigga really out here cooning on some, you know, not to be disrespectful, but on some like Lil Boosie shit. Because mm-hmm. I look at Lil Boosie as a negative caricature. I look at especially Kodak Black, who's the definition of all negative stereotypes of black people. This nigga's literally a pickaninny. Like, you look at niggas like that, and white people look at these niggas as this is black people. So I understand when you see black people doing shit that is negatively stereotyped and saying, y'all got to do better. You got to present yourselves a lot better. But my counter to that. When niggas like, I remember, you know, during like the Ferguson protests and the era of Obama where it it was just a real tense racial um, environment in the United States. Mm -hmm. They would love to tell niggas, see, if you would just pull your pants up, they would respect you more. If you would carry yourself in a certain type of way, they would respect you more. But I'm like, dude, if you look at the civil rights footage these niggas was getting their ass whooped with suits on. Suits. These niggas had hard bottoms, top hats, three-piece suits, getting their ass stomped out the same way these niggas is getting their ass stomped out sagging. So it don't matter what you wear. They're going to fuck you up because of your skin color. They don't give a fuck what type of shit you got on. That's just some shit they tell you to basically arise confusion amongst black people. They turn it into the bougie niggas against the hood niggas. And at the end of the day, we all niggas. No matter how you carry yourself, in they eyes, you a nigga. Team light skin, team dark skin, team niggas. Team mixed. Exactly. Nigga, you you foreign. Oh, I'm I'm not really black. I'm I'm half Dominican. I'm half Jamaican and half nigga, nigga. Nigga. Police, nigga. Them motherfuckers is not finna pull you over and look at your last name and say, Oh, your last name is Gomez. I'm gonna treat you a little better. No, nigga paper bag test far as they concern you a nigga so nigga just be a fucking nigga i tell niggas that shit all the time that's the reason i'm never gonna take nigga out of my vocabulary because no matter how you slice it in the eyes of the white man you a nigga so all i'm doing in this motherfucking life is doing better i'm gonna make my money whether i'm a nigga to you or a white man to you if you fuck with me or you don't i'm gonna make this motherfucking bread and i'm gonna be for the betterment of black people but y'all my niggas, as far as I'm concerned, I'm looking out for you, my nigga, whether you got a suit on or you sagging, whether you got a motherfucking 4X tall t-shirt on or an Armani suit, you my nigga, like period, you know, so I don't believe in those respectability politics when it comes to how I speak, how I dress, how I do any of that shit. All I'm saying is don't kiss the white man's ass. And look out for your folks first. And you my nigga. And that's pretty much, you know, just how I run my shit. But, you know, I'm I'm just looking at the, the timeline and shit. Just trying to get some little little topics and in-game drop. You seen it yet? No. I heard that I, shit was three hours. Three hours. Um, I've been, I'm not the type of person that, that see uh, spoilers and make me like, oh, I'm not going to go see that movie now. I mean, I... The anticipation is too tense, so I've been reading stuff, and uh, you know, I mean, some of the stuff that I figure would happen, but uh, you know, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Yeah, see me? I'm, I'm not really into superhero shit. Yeah. Like I'm, I've only seen the Batman movies just because they're so popular. You see the motherfuckers on accident, and like, um, I wouldn't seen Black Panther, of course, because I'm gonna support our heroes. But see, the thing is, like, the reason that I'm not really super into these superhero movies is because I think white people created superheroes because they don't have heroes in real life like we do. Mm. Like we have heroes like Malcolm X. Nipsey Hussle, Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Name a white hero. Oh, uh, damn the the uh, Clark Gable. What <laughs> 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 the fuck is that? He's one of them black and white movie motherfuckers. <laughs> A fictional motherfucker. Uh, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they don't have honest, like real heroes. Like there's no, no person who white people put on their wall and say, "That's my hero." Uh, they might, they might reach I mean, out to honest, Elvis. A, oh, a person who honestly that did something. Elvis. They fuck with Elvis though. That's stealing motherfucker. And he's a motherfucking thief. Yeah. All of they real heroes. Um are thieves murderers like my nigga uh, like my nigga aladdin said nigga serial killers like um uh, what's that nigga name christopher columbus and shit like that's what they look up to they look up to presidents and shit like regular ass nobodies elvis bullshit ass hitler they look up they look up to a black uh they look up to jesus christ which he's is black. a black man <laughs> he's black jesus is black motherfucker <laughs> newsflash uh, Nipsey Hussle is Jesus, nigga. I can't. I I really can't think. I I can't think of that other dude, that cowboy motherfucker. He played the cowboy. Oh, um, you know who? I'm John Wayne. John Wayne. And he was a racist. Fuck him. Yep. Uh, Hubert Humphrey. I mean, not Hubert Humphrey. Uh, yes. Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart. Bogart. TV motherfuckers. Yeah. Like they always have to create their heroes. Like what? What the fuck did uh John Wayne do in real life? Shit, he was a racist, fake ass shit. cowboy, TV fucking character. They fucking heroes is Hulk Hogan, John Cena, <laughs> fucking uh, Triple H, Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like they don't have real heroes. All of their heroes are scripted. No shit, huh? Nigga, we we got real fucking heroes. We got people who we have a, a statue. And it's a motherfucker who we really feel like this nigga's a real motherfucker. Dale Earnhardt. 
God damn. You know what? <laughs> you got me there. I fuck with Dale Earnhardt. That's the that's the best thing I could pull up. I, 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 can, I can bring up. Because all the statues that white people have could be ripped down. Yeah. All of their statues are of a motherfucker who, if you really pull pulled all all the layers of the onion back, you should push them statues down on the on the fucking ground. Abraham Lincoln? Slave master. Only reason he freed the slaves, quote unquote, was to save the union. He didn't give a fuck about you niggas. All these niggas who try to be like, yeah, man, that's why they made him the brown coin, because he was down with the niggas. He didn't give a fuck about y'all. He was trying to save the fucking union because the the South was becoming so fucking powerful. That big ear, ugly motherfucker. That's Clark Gable. Oh, goddamn. Uh, what that nigga say? Um, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's honestly how I feel about him, nigga. You a fictional character, motherfucker. But anyway, um, Abraham Lincoln only freed the slaves because the South was becoming so powerful due to free labor. They was trying to secede from the North. You know, and just like for them to be putting up statues and shit of any of these southern motherfuckers, at the end of the day, they were literally war criminals. They were enemies of the United States. The Confederacy was an enemy of the United States. So how the fuck are you motherfuckers going to put up statues of literal traitors? That's that. These are your heroes, traitors to mm. the United States. Yeah, they really, man, I'm really sitting here thinking they really only have. They it. don't have heroes. Nah. They're only fictional fucking characters. Or murderers. Exactly. There's no clean cut. I, and I like I said, Dale Earnhardt, whoever made whoever made uh oh uh is it Nicholas uh what's the golfer? Uh Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. But that's what I'm saying. Like these motherfuckers and, and really they're only great in sports we don't participate in. Shout out to Tiger. Yeah, exactly. And if, if it wasn't for dirty white bitches, nigga, he'd still be smashing they sport. You heard me? Like, nigga, they're, they're only great <clears> in sports we choose not to participate in. Because y'all motherfuckers better not let a nigga get NASCAR. Well, we got somebody in there. Buddy, uh, I forgot his name. I can't think of his full name. But, yeah, he, he he's that man. He he coming. But that's what I'm saying, nigga. Anything we jump into, it's a wrap. we going to beast that, nigga, because our heroes are real. That's the fucking difference between us and them. Nigga, our heroes are real. I think that's the reason for all of these motherfucking superhero movies. Why you think all the motherfuckers, when Thanos snap, all the racial motherfuckers died? Only motherfuckers survived this shit was white heroes. Hmm. And this ain't even me being conspiracy, brother. I was just like, hold on, nigga. Black Panther had to go? All these motherfucking Iron Man live. Like, nigga, what, what determined whether or not you live to die? Yeah, Iron Man live. Uh, Captain America. Yeah, the, the original. Captain motherfucking racism. Oh, I fuck. Captain America, like, my least favorite motherfucking hero. You punk-ass motherfucker. Captain White Supremacy. You bitch-ass nigga. He was fighting the, uh, the Nazis, though. Wasn't he? I think that's what Red Skull was a Nazi. Man, I, I don't know. I just don't fuck with Captain America. I don't, I'm not. I'm always leery of patriotic motherfuckers because every racist motherfucker on the planet is a patriot. Mm. Every time I see a motherfucker with like an eagle tattooed on him or a fucking American flag, it's always some old white supremacist motherfucker. Just like if you watch Fox News, who's always the most patriotic motherfuckers? Some I love America motherfuckers. Yeah. 
Niggas got the national anthem as they ringtone on their phone and shit. It's always a racist motherfucker that's talking about these thugs and hooligans and all this bullshit. So, man, fuck them motherfuckers. Fake-ass heroes. All our heroes real, and they mad about that shit. And, you know, speaking of, speaking of heroes, that, that pretty much ties into the, the theme of this episode. Some, some heroic shit I seen the other day. My boy, uh, Logo Lillard, Dame Dollar. You seen that shit you been watching the, the playoffs? You know what time it is. Man, Dame time. Dame time. You 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 been watching that shit? Yeah. Yeah. He um that that step back three he hit. That was that was nuts. That was that was heroic. That face he made though when he when uh, it was over when he looked into the camera, that that's class one of the best pictures in NBA history. He killed it. He Man, killed it. I'm telling you, that 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 was some real life hero shit. And I was watching that shit, and it's crazy because like I'm I'm just watching like that that's what that's what niggas do when they want it. Yeah. Like, you know, this episode is entitled Wants versus Wishes. Cause I'm like, that motherfucker want he dropped a cold ass dagger on Paul George, and Paul George is sick. He's salty. Yeah, what that nigga say he's like, It was a bad shot. It was a bad shot. No matter, no matter what you say, it was a bad shot. Technically, it was a horrible shot, but, but he knew what he was that doing. Range. That's what I'm saying. He, it, if you, it, on the outside, it looked like a bad shot, but he been practicing if from you there. you know him, that's not a bad shot. Exactly. It's just like I remember Rex Chapman had a fall away three from the corner. Rex that Chapman. In, in essence, is a bad shot. Nigga, you're not supposed to shoot no fall away three going out of bounds. But that nigga was like 45% doing that shit. Like, that nigga was whacking them motherfuckers. Damn, Rex Chapman. I remember watching on NBA Inside Stuff, that nigga hit like seven of them hoes in a row. Inside Stuff. They don't have shit like that no more. Exactly. So I'm like, shit like that, I'm like, that's not a bad shot. Especially any shot that goes in ain't a bad shot. Mm-hmm. Any real motherfucking basketball nigga gonna tell you. If, if it went in, it was a good shot. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm just like watching that shit, and I'm like, he want that shit. You know, he he already an intense motherfucker. But this series, it just seemed like he he took that motherfucker up to the next level. And he had a formidable opponent. He had Russell Westbrook, who's been averaging a triple-double for the last three seasons. Yeah. But it's an asterisk bite, though. O- only because, now, I, hey, I'm, I'm all for him. I'm not disagreeing. Oh, okay. Because that nigga, he'll shoot about 100 shots. And that's how he, he's the new and he missing. I mean, he missing. Yeah. He's the new Allen Iverson. Iverson may be a little bit accurate. Well, I don't know. Iverson was. He was a volume shooter. Yeah. That nigga had a, the super green light. But Dame, Dame most definitely wanted it way more. Yeah. And and that's that's what determines a lot of times whether or not people succeed or fail. Like, I remember um, Charles Barkley used to say that shit. Like, whoever, gets, whoever wants the ball more gets the rebound. It's not about size, strength. It's about who wants the fucking ball more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what Dame willed himself into beating Russell Westbrook. If you want to put it in the one-on-one category, mm-hmm. even though Russell Westbrook didn't want that smoke. No, 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 no. George guarded him the whole time. That that series exposed uh, Westbrook a lot. Like, 
he has to change his game from here on out if he want to win. Yeah, like a lot of people who gave him MVP votes started to question him. If they already didn't have questions, this series for sure mm-hmm. made him say, is he really that good? Because Dame been saying that he was better than him. And he, he is. I mean, he, he, he just he proved it. Yeah. If if uh, Westbrook cared about winning as much as uh, stack, stack, uh, stacking them stats, and shout out to him for doing that, that 60 game for Nip. But besides that, exactly. you know yeah. what I'm saying? But you get props for that shit. Yeah, but if he would have, if he would have uh, cared about winning as much as them stats, he'll be a bad man because he would get his teammates more involved and stop playing that isolation shit. Exactly, because it's like you you got another all star on your team. Y'all can't play star ball. Star ball not gonna win, especially you know when when you like when you're the type of player who when niggas know oh he got the ball I'm gonna go sit down. That fucks up the flow of the game, especially in the playoffs. Because, see, that's the thing. Like, there's a difference between regular season ball and playoff ball. Playoff ball, nigga, we've been watching you play. Mm-hmm. We know what type of style you play. We know what you want to do. All we got to do is stop what you want to do, and we're going to fuck your whole game up. Mm-hmm. They game planning for Mr. Triple Double. Especially sometimes they'll let you, nigga, go ahead and get your triple-double. We know them niggas ain't going to score. All we got to do is stop them. Nigga, you're not going to beat us by yourself. You know, and Dame understood that shit. You know, and it was it was want versus wish. They wanted to win. The Thunder wished they could have won. Some hmm. motherfuckers, when, when, when somebody really wants something, because, you know, like I said, this is the whole theme of this fucking episode. There's a difference between actually wanting something and just wishing you can have some shit. Like, when you want something, you go get that shit. Like, if you want a sandwich, you will go take your ass in the kitchen and go make you a fucking sandwich. Mm-hmm. Wishing for a sandwich, like, man, I wish I had a fucking sandwich right now. And you're going to sit your ass right the fuck here and keep on wishing for the fucking sandwich. Even though you want the motherfucker, want, it, that's an action word. When you want some shit, you get up and go make that motherfucking shit happen. The Blazers had a game plan, and they executed because they wanted that shit more. A lot of times, you'll see the underdog team win because they want that shit. They want to prove a point. That shit will make you, that shit will put the dog in you. Yeah, that. Like, them motherfuckers pulled up, like, on some dog shit. Like, bitch, we gonna get this motherfucker. Like, you know, a wish is a desire for something with no real intention or motivation to go get that shit. You know, want, that's that's motivation. Like, I'm watching that shit like this nigga, dang, want this shit. He started that motherfucker with the same shot he ended it with. Because if you watch the whole series, the first motherfucking shot was him busting that same, literally that same shot in Paul George motherfucking face. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy for you to, like, Paul George got a short memory. Because it ain't no fucking way I'm letting Dame get that shot. And especially when they asked me about it, me saying it's a bad shot, they like, nigga, it wasn't a bad shot the first four times he hit that motherfucker in your face. Because that's the part you, you ain't going to speak on. He didn't, he didn't knock that motherfucker down on your ass a couple of times. You know, like, man, when, when you motivated, motherfuckers ain't got to put a battery in your back, even though that's a bonus. Because the thing is, I think... Dame was motivated by 
the everybody saying that Westbrook is better than him. And when he'll say some shit like, y'all motherfuckers keep saying he better than me. Like, like I'm just sitting here or something. Like, I ain't that nigga. And every time somebody say, well, you know, he's averaging a triple-double. Aye, motherfucker. Watch this. Like, that, that shit put the dog in you. And also, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Overstock's red tag sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. A lot of them... them triple doubles games that he was getting niggas was letting him get the rebound and they was losses a lot of them was, a lot of them was losses exactly you, like, he, he looked good losing exactly and dame is like nigga y'all gonna let this y'all gonna tell me this stat chasing nigga better than me because it's a motherfucking numbers on paper nigga you don't see me out here getting cracking are y'all not watching the fucking games you know and he fought for that shit because that's the thing like if you're not willing to fight for something you don't really want that shit like um westbrook wants statistics he doesn't want to win he won't yeah it's like a motherfucker that that want to be fam- more famous than rich niggas rather be yeah exactly like you want this but you don't want this you show what you want by what you go to get when you go to get those stats we know you want to get those stats you wish you win while you're getting the stats but you want them stats because, nigga, you out there busting your ass for them rebounds. You ain't exactly busting your ass to get that W. And it's like, you know, like you said about motherfuckers, rather be famous than rich. Like, niggas went from lying about what they got to lying about what they want. Like, niggas be fake ambitious. Mm. Like, you'll see niggas talking about, uh, I remember that meme about three, four years ago. Like, oh, niggas want 100,000 followers. I want 100,000 in a duffel bag. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you doing to get it? Like you, you want a hundred thousand in a duffel bag by doing what? Clocking in at McDonald's, some overtime. You ain't, ain't gonna get a hundred racks in a duffel bag by doing that. Ain't gonna work. Uh, well, unless they get they uh, steal all the uh, the fucking uh, Monopoly stickers. Man, exactly. Nigga, <laughs> you, you gonna take all the cups home? Oh shit! Like I'll I be telling niggas that shit all the time. Like nigga, you you talking about you you want this and and you want that. But what the fuck are you doing to get it? Like, I would have more respect for a nigga that got a trash can full of lottery tickets than a nigga just saying, I, I'm, I'm trying to get this money. I, I want a million dollars. You want a million fucking dollars. You ain't going to get a million dollars on the overtime clock. You ain't going to get a million dollars sitting your ass on Facebook talking about I'm up while these niggas asleep. I'm up here grinding. Nigga, you just work graveyard shift. What the fuck are you doing while we're working? Sleeping. Hmm. Like, nigga, you, you, not, you don't want shit. A lot of these niggas who rap, a lot of these motherfuckers who got these talents that they not displaying 
They show me. You don't want shit. Man, you know, I, I want this, man. I'm I'm out here grinding. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But you really not, though. You just keep saying you want it. You keep repeating that you want it. But you're not showing that you want it. Want is a verb. Want is something that has to be shown through action. I look at want like love. If you say you love me, what are you doing to prove that you love me? If you saying that you love something, love is an action word. Love is something that you do. Love ain't just something you say. And that's how I feel about want. If you say you want something, like I'm watching Dame, that nigga was saying he wanted through action. He was showing that he wanted to bust their ass. That motherfucker was shooting that bitch from the logo and hitting them. <laughs> that nigga wanted that shit. Them niggas acted like they wanted that shit, but they ain't want that shit. If if um Paul George really wanted it, he'd have closed out on that motherfucking three-pointer. Once he seen that nigga secondhand touch that ball, he'd have closed out. Talking about it's a bad shot, nigga. If, you, if it was a really bad shot, you'd have just let him hit it. You'd have stood back. But you believed in that shit. So it couldn't have been that bad. Yeah, he, he should have been playing all up on that nigga. No, no breathing room. Exactly. But again, <clears throat> Dame wanted it. They didn't really want it. Like, I tell motherfuckers that shit all the time. Like, when motherfuckers tell me, like, man, I want this and I want that. I always ask them, what you doing to get it? Like, that's always my, my first question. If you say, like, nigga, if you say you want a bitch, like, man, I want her. Mm-hmm. Well, go holler at her. If you're not hollering at her, you don't want her. Anything you're not trying to get, you don't want. Want is a verb. Like, what the fuck you mean you want it? If you want it, you'll go get it. If you want a glass of water, you're going to go get up and get a glass of water. Because sitting there wanting something ain't going to get you shit. And to me, I feel like want is a desire to have something. And to me, when you desire to have something, that puts you into action. That's a motivating factor. So if I want a million dollars, I'm going to be doing something. If somebody tells me they want a million dollars, I'm like, okay, what you got, an LLC or uh S-Corp or... Uh, a sole proprietorship? Do you have a business? Are you investing? What are you doing to get this million dollars? A lot of people, not a damn thing, because I know a lot of uh, people who, who keep claiming that they're artists, whether they sing or rap, and they putting a lick of money into their shit. Even when, I, even when I showed them away or, or gave them game to what they need to do. Like, you, you can't make it and make anything of your dream without putting bread into it it take exactly. money to make money exactly that's what i'm saying like are you investing whether in yourself or otherwise because nigga like you said like nigga i know like i nigga I, I think i talked about this on my last episode you consider yourself to be a rapper but i charge you 20 dollars to do a mixtape cover and that's too much so yo yo art ain't worth 20 dollars but you want to become famous or you want to become successful you want to be on nigga you don't want shit if you ain't got twenty dollars you want your twenty dollars more than you want for your shit to look good what you want is that little bitch ass money in your pocket you want your dub you don't want success and that's another thing 
niggas get confused with what they really want. Like you want to be comfortable. You don't want to be successful because in order to be successful, you have to want success more than you want comfort. Mm -hmm. Success ain't never in a comfort zone. I ain't never met a nigga who, who was successful who said, oh, man, I ain't really do shit for this shit. We just had a conversation about uh, stepping out the comfort zone in, because of this podcast shit and doing shit that you probably wouldn't normally do to make sure we get where we got to go for this podcast shit to jump off. Exactly, nigga. I, I drive 60 motherfucking miles to get here. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, that's 120 miles driving a week in the middle of work. Nigga, I leave work, pull up to this motherfucking podcast, go home and go right the fuck back to work. Like, nigga, I'm I'm not taking no motherfucking breaks because I want this shit. As as much as I want to keep gas in my tank and I want to spend time at home, I want success. So I have to go and get up out the comfort zone, which is my fucking couch, where I could get off work, chill, watch some TV, kick my feet up and relax but that's not gonna give me no success nigga i ain't never seen success in my couch i ain't never heard of success in the nigga's couch nigga success ain't never been in no motherfucking body comfort zone but niggas is afraid of success like my nigga ad said like motherfuckers would rather chill and hope it comes to them than go get it you know like like nipsey said motherfucking niggas don't want to kill nothing just waiting for shit to die Mm. Like <clears throat> that's that's not how this shit work. I you know uh I know a while uh, so I won't say a while ago years back my uncle asked me that like are you like because I had he know I had the talent but he was like I'm not doing enough. This was like I was like in early twenties like twenty one twenty two. He's like are you scared of success? I'm like nah, but I think back then I wasn't. It wasn't for uh coming or doing what needs to be done it was more so of a private situation as far as like once you hit that once you hit that uh that mark and you you reach that plateau you can never be who you was again yeah like it's over that was exactly. my that was my thing but as far as like putting in the work and trying to get there no nah, i was never never afraid of success yeah exactly but that's what i'm saying like uh, and a lot of niggas they don't want success like they think they do that's true too like motherfuckers, like they want for success to come to them. They don't want to go get that shit. Like them motherfuckers, you know, like my boy said, like they waiting for opportunity. Like Oprah said this shit. I can't stand it. I'm quoting this shit, but that shit was a fucking bar. Nigga, luck is where opportunity meets preparation. A lot of motherfuckers don't want to be prepared. So even when opportunity presents itself, they not prepared to capitalize on it. Like, imagine you consider yourself a rapper, right? Mm -hmm. And say you somewhere at the mall and you meet Snoop Dogg. If you don't have a project to link him to or something to show him, you ain't fucking lucky. A lot of these motherfuckers look at, say, Blueface. And say, oh, that nigga just got lucky. He weak as fuck, but he got lucky. He was obviously prepared. Obviously, whoever he ran into, he was able to rap for them. Or he had some type of music to show them. Or he had something to show. He had some type of resume that his preparation was locked with the opportunity that he had. 
and he was able to bubble. But that's what luck is. He wasn't just sitting on his ass and somebody came and knocked on his door like, uh, excuse me, Mr. Blueface, we got this record contract for you. Uh, you want to sign this and become a, a famous rapper? Mm-hmm. That damn show ain't how it happened. Like, motherfuckers, they, they disregard the fact that a lot of these niggas just want it more than you do. You hating on a nigga because he wants something more than you wanted it. Like, it's just like, say, it's a, a $100 under a piece of dookie. We both want that hundred dollars, but are you willing to get that piece of dookie off that hundred dollars? Are you willing to get dirty for what you want? <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I always say, if you ain't willing to be to get dirty, you ain't you don't deserve to be clean. Like Hello. sometimes you gonna have to do some shit you really don't want to do to get something that you really want. If you really want something, you have to want that. You have to want success more than you want comfort. That's the only way you're going to get successful. You're going to have to want this more than you want where you are. But a lot of niggas, they so comfortable where they at. That's what they really want. It's just like to tie it back into the struggle for black excellence, the mm-hmm. struggle for black people to get from up under the thumb of white supremacy. A lot of niggas is they want comfort on the plantation more than they want the uncertainty of freedom. Because the thing about freedom is freedom is uncertain. Comfort is knowing as long as I stay on this plantation and pick this cotton, I'm, I got foods, I got sleeps, the master treats me goods. Sometimes he gives me breaks on the Sundays. He lets me go to church and worship his Jesus. That's comfort. Even though it's some bullshit, It's comfort to them Mm -hmm. because they know what's going to happen on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They know how they day going to be. That's comfort. Even though it's some bullshit, it's comfort. Just like a lot of niggas. You living in a motherfucking one-bedroom apartment sleeping on your mama's couch. But you know the couch always going to be there because your mama got the bills and shit. Mm -hmm. You don't want the freedom of going out and getting your own shit. You don't want the uncertainty of having to go and do that shit yourself. So you don't really want that shit you see. You just want to be comfortable. A lot of motherfuckers, like I tell niggas, man, you, you don't want shit. Because if you're not willing to get your motherfucking hands dirty, you don't want a motherfucking thing. If you don't want your back to hurt every now and then, you don't want shit. Nothing. Like, nigga, you just making wishes. You making wishes on falling stars. You know, ain't, ain't nothing coming to a motherfucking sleeper but a dream. Like, man, ain't ain't nothing coming to a wisher but more wishes. And ain't none of them getting granted, nigga. You got to grant your own wishes. Like I tell motherfuckers all the time, nigga, you got to answer your own prayers. Nigga, believe in yourself. Like, you know, I don't know what niggas be on when it come to that shit. Believe it it or not, for those that's listening, we are all in control of our own destiny. Exactly. You know, we have the fate in our hands to where we can control how shit happened now if some other shit outside happens some old random shit that's we can't control it but us doing our thing we we got full control of that shit so if you want to be a fucking football uh legend you got to put in that work you got to put in that that kobe black mamba work yeah, you want to be jesus the, ain't gonna knock on your door no nah, you know what i'm saying so you know us here we 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 making moves and getting into position to step up shit in this podcast shit and people that 
uh, yeah. I'm not gonna go deep into it, but understand. Might look, as well. you gotta put your you gotta put your best foot forward, man. Yeah, because it's like this, man. And even if you believe in you know the Bible, Quran, religion in general, it's in the fucking Bible. God gave you the dominion over what the plants and the animals and all of that type of shit, mm-hmm. nigga. He put it in your fucking hands. <clears throat> so it's up to you, nigga. Like even when I was a Christian, I told niggas, man, I'm just meeting God halfway. I'm going to pray and I'm going to do the works because faith without works is dead. So since you motherfuckers, you know, if, if you believe in that shit, if you want to be a Christian, because trust me. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I was a Christian too. I done read the Bible about three times. So it's not like I'm just on some, oh, fuck that religion shit. Nigga, if that's what keeps you from smoking crack, praise God. I'm happy for you. You know, I ain't into the shit, but I do believe in you get what you put out, no matter what it is, whether you believe in or you not. I just feel like even if you believe in God, nigga, believe in yourself. Because you have the Holy Spirit inside you, which is God, if you believe in that. And if you believe in God, in turn, you should believe in yourself because you should believe that God is inside you. So I'm like, fuck the bullshit, motherfucker. Go get your shit if you want it. You know, like all this motherfucking wishing and hoping and praying and sitting on your motherfucking ass ain't going to get you shit. If you pray for a motherfucking sandwich and God put bread jelly and peanut butter in your motherfucking kitchen your blessing is in the fucking kitchen you know a lot of times you motherfuckers miss your blessing because you think god gonna come knock on your door and give it to your motherfucking ass god gave you the power to go get the motherfucking shit like that's the thing motherfuckers don't understand god woke you up to go get that motherfucking shit but motherfuckers is waiting for god to just sit up there and literally hand them some shit god don't speak in stereo my nigga God speaks to you inside you through the Holy Spirit that he put in you. If you believe in this shit. You know me, I just believe it's the universe. I believe, you know, he's the creator. He created us and he gave us the power to do all this shit. But if you want to put it in religious context, it makes fucking sense. That's the reason I don't never shit on Christians. Because no matter how you believe in this shit, it's still fucking true. If you a Christian... You believe it's God. If you a Muslim, you believe it's Allah. But the power that he put in you is real. No matter what the fuck you call him. Whatever you call the book you read, it's the same fucking information. It's just translated different. And it's all up to your personal interpretation. But no matter how the fuck you interpret it, it's saying the same fucking shit. Mm -hmm. It's common fucking sense. If you was raised by wolves, you still know the same fucking principles exist. Like, nigga, you you are God's creation. He created you as him. You are a piece of him. So if you praying to God to do something, you're really telling yourself to go do it. So if you don't go do it, you telling God, hey, nigga, I wish. I wish I could. Exactly, nigga. So like I, like I say, nigga, believe in yourself. Answer your own goddamn prayers. 
we got we got all the tools we need to be successful exactly at, at anything we want to some stuff may be far-fetched like you can't be 35 years old and still trying to be a football star it's out the window but anything from here on out you can you can go to school for whatever right now you can do any and everything nigga god will give you anything within reason Hello. that's the reason they say if it be god's will his will means reasonable shit right nigga it's it's my will that you have anything within reason like that 32 year old motherfucker who was like a rookie in the nba or um who was the quarterback for the rams in 99 the greatest show on turf kurt warner Kurt Warner was like a 32-year-old NFL rookie, even though white people aged like milk, so he looked 47. But he was like 32 or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, this nigga said they aged like milk, yo. Nigga, God. they aged like fucking Dang. mayonnaise in the sun. Like, them motherfuckers be looking old as fuck. Like, I remember being in high school and seeing motherfuckers like, damn, nigga, you a teacher? And he like, no, I'm a freshman. I'm like, God damn. That's, that's very true. I don't know why white motherfuckers age like raisins. But anyway, you know, Kurt Warner did it. And Kurt Warner was a man of faith, wasn't he? I think mm-hmm. he was like a big Christian. So like I said, man, I don't shit on religion. I don't believe in the shit. But a lot of the principles taught in religion make a lot of fucking sense if you can peel back the bullshit. Because me, like, I'm the type of motherfucker, I'm a big picture nigga. Like, I'm not into the, the little bullshit. Like, you know how niggas like to use their favorite piece of the Bible to try to judge you? Right. I'm not into that type of shit. I'm not into the, oh, God's going to curse you for this. God said this. God said this. But you broke. Nigga, don't tell me a motherfucking thing if you believe in God, but you not out here succeeding. Because God wants you to succeed. God put that in you. God put success in you. God gave you the power to succeed. But if you not a success, nigga, you a shame in the eyes of God, as far as I'm concerned. Because the God in me see the bitch in you. Because I'm like, nigga, God gave me the power to do well. God gave me the power to prosper. And this is all shit I got from church. Like, nigga, God wants you to do well. He gave you the dominion. Dominion. Over the, the plants and all of this shit on the planet. For you to be a success. For you to multiply and have an abundance for you to have new wine and all that other shit in the parts of Leviticus that you niggas actually read. Like I believe in that part of the Bible. I believe in nigga. Don't be no punk ass bitch. I ain't turning the other cheek. You know, I'm eye for an eye. I like the beginning of the Bible, the real nigga part. Right. So nigga, I'm like, fuck the bullshit. And you know, even with the turn of the cheek shit, nigga, Jesus wasn't no bitch. He was turning tables over and throwing the tax collectors out and all types of shit. Jesus was a motherfucking gangster. But you niggas want to follow the bitch part and turn the other cheek and forgive and do all the sucker shit because that's easy. Y'all like the shit that makes you comfortable. You niggas want comfort. You niggas think that Jesus was here to turn you into a little bitch. And that shows me that you motherfuckers ain't really reading the Bible like you say. Like, you motherfuckers don't really want what you say you want. You want to be comfortable. You read the parts of your religious text that make you comfortable. You don't read, like, did you know Christians ain't supposed to eat pork neither? Didn't know that. Exactly. A lot of motherfuckers, like like I said, nigga, I read the whole motherfucking book. It's in Leviticus. I don't remember because it's been years since I read the motherfucker. But it's in there. 
nigga, Christians, uh, most of the shit that Muslims ain't supposed to do, same rules for Christians. Mm. But the difference between a lot of Christians and a lot of Muslims, a lot of Muslims know the Bible better than most Christians. If you really sit there and talk to them niggas out there with them final call newspapers, them niggas who come to the door and be like, hey, man, you know, would you like to donate to, you know, this this temple and all that type of shit? Them motherfuckers be knowing the Bible. Word for word. Mm-hmm. Them niggas know the Bible better than a lot of Christians. That's the reason I fuck with Muslims. Like my nigga Aladdin Saddam, I think he just converted to um, Islam not too long ago. And I respect it. I'm not into religion. That's not my thing. But I respect the fuck out of it because them Islam niggas, them motherfuckers is well read. Like that shit is that ain't no that ain't no bitch ass nigga religion. It really ain't. You don't see them niggas talking about, oh, we gonna forgive and you know, Christian motherfuckers that come out there with that um Jesse Jackson shit and start trying to forgive the oppressor and love your motherfucking enemies. Them Islam niggas to beat your ass. Like, you know, I I fuck with the the nation of Islam. I'm not going to convert, you know, but nigga, whatever them niggas with, I'm with. I fuck with Farrakhan heavy. Nigga, Malcolm X is probably, nigga, my top hero in life. If I had to pick a motherfucker who I, nigga, if if there was a religion based on the teachings of Malcolm X, I'm signing up. Like, nigga, I I fuck with the nation of Islam. I'm just not a, a religious person. I don't believe in the shit. But at the same time, I'm never down. And you ain't never heard me say, man, fuck Christianity. You niggas are stupid. No, nigga. Because I see the good that it does in people's lives. I see that shit is real. You know, these motherfuckers be like, oh, God is real. God didn't show me. God is real. All right, nigga, if you believe in that shit, man, have fun. That's your thing. That's why I understand how um, uh, atheists continuously. Nigga, atheism continuously, is a religion. They con- right. They continuously uh, religious bash when it comes to, you know, uh, Christians. And it's only Christian. I had a conversation with somebody this weekend over how how Christian or atheists is a Satan is technically a Satanist group. That's Let's why see. they only hate Christianity so much. I think the reason that they so heavy on Christians is just my personal opinion. This is not me saying something from real knowledge. I just feel like most Christians that you run into are the most judgmental of all religious groups, especially in the United States, because I don't live in other countries, so I don't know how they get down. But most Christians that I know be the first niggas to tell you you're going to hell. You mm. know, they be the first motherfuckers to tell you that what you're doing ain't right and God don't like that. And, you know, they always shitting on niggas who use profanity and homosexuals and people who shack up and all that shit. So I think a lot of times atheists is just like any other hurt motherfucker. Hurt people hurt people. So they want to go and exact revenge on the motherfuckers who hurt their feelings at some point in life. Somebody told you you was going to hell and that hurt your feelings. So now you want to go on these fucking crusades on fuck these niggas and you're stupid and this is why Christianity is fake and all of this weak ass shit. Like me, I believe that if you don't give a fuck about something, honestly, you don't give no energy towards it. Exactly. So I don't give a fuck about religion, my nigga. So I don't sit up here and, you know, like bash Christians. Like if you tell me, God bless you, brother. I'm like, God bless you. You know, if you say, I'm like, like, you know, I'm not into religion, but I'm also not going to bash your religion because a lot of times having something to believe in is motivation for somebody to do something. And if that motivates you to positivity, I'm all for it. If that's what's going to make you stop cussing 
start eating clean, you know, love your wife, raise your kids, stop selling dope, stop doing bullshit in the street. Nigga, I'm all for it. I'm all for what's right. I'm all for what helps you, even if I don't believe in the shit. Nigga, if you tell me, man, I, man, I was watching Pokemon on TV, man, Jigglypuff. It, something about Jigglypuff make me just want to start living better and eating right. And God bless Jigglypuff, my nigga. You know, <laughs> if you think Blastoise is the way to a higher power and doing better, my nigga, whatever. You want to be Hindu or nigga, I done seen some Satanists with some good points. Like, you know what? That do make sense, my nigga. If that's what helps you, for sure. Because, you know, like... Satanists got this thing where, you know, y'all act like these niggas be out here killing babies and doing all type of shit. A lot of these niggas are really, like, heavier into logic than Christians. Because, you know, Christians is mostly faith-based. Spirits and shit like that. Um, Satanists basically don't believe in nothing that can't be proven by science. They almost like Scientologists Mm. without all the stupid-ass... Um, airplanes and goddamn spaceships and aliens and all the retarded shit they believe in. So, you know, like I said, I don't believe in religion. A lot of this shit is obnoxious to me. Mm-hmm. But again, if that's what gets you to where you're going, I ain't shitting on it at all. I tell niggas all the time, no, I don't believe in Jesus, motherfucker, but I'm not finna say, fuck Jesus, you stupid ass nigga. How you believe in some dumb ass shit like that? No, nigga, you know, if that's what gets you where you're going, for sure. Because I believe that a Christ comes along every generation or two. Like, I believe that Marcus Garvey was a Christ, a Messiah, if you will. I believe Malcolm X was a Christ. I believe we just lost one in Nipsey Hussle. Like, I believe prophets come and they end up gone. You know, we only get them for a certain amount of time. They here to do their mission, and once their mission is complete, they're taken away. I'm not saying who brings him and takes him away, because I don't know. But I do believe that. And that's not religion, nigga. That's just me believing in the way that the motherfucking world works. If you call it a religion, call it that, nigga. But it is what it is. But, you know, just to close this motherfucker out, man, don't just say you want something. Get up off your ass and go get that shit. Really wanting something is, is action. It requires for you to go get your ass up and go do some shit. If you say you want something and you ain't willing to go get that shit, you just wishing. Any motherfucking thing that you really say you want, you willing to fight for that shit. Because that's how I live my life. When I want something, nigga, I pretend everybody else want it. And I'm willing to beat their ass to go get that shit. That's what want is. Want is an action word. It's a verb. So go get you some shit. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, sitting here with my super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. And if you want for us to do better and give you better content and all that shit, support the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Townhouse Media. Nigga, I almost forgot shit. I'm tripping like a motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway, I'll be back next Sunday. I would say same bad time, same bad channel, but I've been on this motherfucker on CP time, Crip Podcast time. So just know every Sunday, I'm going to go ahead and drop a bar on your ass for 60 minutes. Sitting here with the super producer and all these good drops and good production. Y'all hear how good these microphones sound and all that good shit. Been ready doing this motherfucking thing. 
But anyway, I'm going to holler at you motherfuckers next week, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.